You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Gumtown Podcast, episode 24. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in to this podcast, thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Before we bring on today's guest, we got something to talk about. We're talking about fitness again. Last week, I talked about water, the benefits of drinking 32 ounces first thing in the morning, and how much you should drink a day to keep the doctor away. This week, we're going to carry on with the fitness topic, and I want to share another Important tool I've been able to use throughout my fitness journey of 100 plus pounds loss and counting. We're going to talk about cardio, specifically steady state cardio. My favorite form of steady state cardio is walking, walking outside when the weather permits. I'm not saying go out there when it's raining or if it's snowing, when the sun is out. I love to go outside and get me a good walk in. You get those vitamin D benefits. You get a mood booster and you get a chance to disconnect. I know a lot of us, including myself, have been working from home for the past two years during the pandemic. And quite frankly, we sat in front of our laptops all day in the house. So walking outside and getting that sunlight and getting a chance to disconnect from the world, get out in front of a laptop and out in front of it. Well, of course, you're going to have your phone with you. But, hey, put your phone on silent. That's what I do when I go for a walk. I just come one with nature and just get back to Enjoying the simple things in life, hearing the birds chirp, as well as feeling the cool wind blow on my bald head. <laughs> now, nah, really, that's all I wanted to cover today. Just wanted to talk about fitness again, more specifically, walking outside when the weather permits, when the sun is out. Just get out there and get you a good walk, disconnect, get you a mood booster, get you a good dose of vitamin D, and just give yourself a break from reality our reality is hey we're in the digital age and we always in that phone and on that laptop doing work doing what we got to do but there's nothing wrong with taking a break hey i appreciate you all for listening in on this week's fitness segment and now on with today's guest he is the founder and owner of one smart event i'm looking forward to this conversation and i'm sure you all will be inspired by his story let's give a warm gum town round of applause for barrett vaughn Baird, how's it going? It's going well. How are you doing, man? All is well. All is well. First things first, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with me for a few minutes. I really appreciate it. Oh, our pleasure. Yes, sir. For the people who don't know who Barrett Vaughn is, tell them your story. Where you from and how you got to where you are now? Okay, well, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. I was born and raised there. Uh, my father is originally from Selma. My mother's originally from... Um, West Virginia. And, um, you know, I grew up in Detroit. Uh, I was there until I went to college. And um, after I finished college, I accepted a job here in uh, Alabama. And so we're here now. We've been here since 2003 and um, been doing a lot of different things, uh, you know, in Montgomery, been a Montgomery resident almost for 18 years. And, um, you know, just really have looked around and, and seen some of the kind of things that are going on with the business uh, environment. I started a business a number of years ago and um, have started a new one that I'm uh, very much pleased to talk to you about on today. 
Sounds good. Sounds good. And you were saying your dad from Detroit, your mom from West Virginia. Um, was your dad a part of the, the Great Migration? Did he originally, was he born in the South or was he born up there in Detroit? He was born in Selma. Okay, born in Selma and migrated up yes. to Detroit. Yes, yes, okay. he did. By way of the Air Force, but yes. So um, I have parents that are from the South. Actually, my mother's father's from uh, West Alabama. They still have land in Greene County. And um, so Alabama is kind of a home. And I didn't imagine I was going to be um, in Alabama after I finished school, but um, this is a place to be. It's, it's a lot of great things going on here in Alabama. I know there are lots of other places out there, um, but I'm really in, uh, encouraged by what it is that I see, particularly over the last couple of years uh, in Montgomery and in the River Region. So it's, it really is a great place to be right now. Yes, sir. I would agree. I mean, it's it's opportunity everywhere, but like you're saying, especially here, it's and the thing that's also great about Montgomery, cost of living is pretty low, so you can jump off a business here without um going in the hole or having to have a whole bunch of roommates. <laughs> well, this is true. <laughs> Certainly, you know, we, you know, you don't necessarily want to go into hawk living here, but um, one of the things that I was most impressed about. Uh, with Montgomery really is the business climate. And I know a lot of people have some criticisms about it and, and a lot of the different entities. I, I won't name any names. Um, <laughs> but the one thing that I can definitely say is there are a lot of opportunity. Um, one of the things that I did want to get a chance to talk about um, a couple of years ago, um, there was a conference downtown uh, that was that was uh, hosted um, by one of the local HBCUs that I work for. And um, one of the things that was done there that I, I uh, wanted to work with in bringing forth and actually establishing was a small business, um, was a small business expo. And uh, we did that in 2018 and 2019. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I find very curious about the market in Montgomery uh, as for businesses, it's a lot of small businesses that are out there. A lot of people are starting. A good portion of them are home based. A good portion of them are, are, are minority owned or uh, woman owned. And um, but it seems like there's opportunities to uh, to really get your business name out there that are all the time. Um, and I think that a lot of businesses don't necessarily have the chance to really get their name out there as well as they might uh, be able to. And there's a lot of factors involved in that. I mean, has that sort of been your experience so far with, with even with some of the other um, guests you've had? Yes. You know what? Now that you break it down like that, that's 100% correct. There are a lot of small businesses out here and there are factors that prevent them from getting that exposure. So yeah, I, I agree with that breakdown you just gave. That was actually well done. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I mean, let's call it what it is. Like Montgomery is pretty much, it's not much more different than what it was, than what it was when MLK was alive. Like it's a lot of, of those factors still in place. So I know where you're going. Like this isn't a, this is, hey man, you can speak from the heart on this platform, man. It's no worries. <laughs> I'm not tied to any uh, big time companies or corporations. Oh, okay. Well, that's, oh. that's good. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I think, I think that there's, and you know, I've gotten a chance over the last year or so um, to be able to talk to some people, some business owners that are in the area. And, you know, there's, unfortunately, 
we lack a bit of connectivity, particularly between small business, small and local business owners. Like we have a number of people that are really knocking it out of the park, um, that are doing very well, that are very polished, that, um, you know, they're doing really very well. We've got a number of people, local business owners that have franchises. And, you know, I, I, even though it's a franchise, I mean, you still have to, to run it just like a business, uh, whether or not you're, uh, you know, you're a mom and pop and you created the brand itself or if you're um, sort of renting a brand as a uh, franchise. But you have a lot of people that are doing really well. But, you know, concurrently, you have a lot of people that are struggling and, I, you know, I don't I don't even need to, to give a list of businesses that we've seen. We've had businesses that come to this area, smaller businesses, particularly, you know, black owned businesses, uh, other minority businesses that have come, came and um, that have come. Sorry. And and unfortunately have not done as well as can be expected. And there could be a variety of different um, issues involved with that, surely. Um, but I think that the business climate here. Um, is good and there's a lot of opportunity for expansion and um, you know there's there's just a lot of opportunity and and to build connectivity um, one of the things that I would say is um, I had uh, spearheaded the small business expo at the conference that was downtown and uh, COVID happened and one of the things that I really saw was there really was still a need to do something to um, to get people together, to uh, showcase local businesses, small business, minority owned businesses, black owned businesses to other people. And one of the things that I learned in talking to uh, some of the people that I was able to initially, you know, get booths at, at the expo. And I know that there are some very enterprising young gentlemen in this town who do expos every month and they are they're They're doing a great job, uh, particularly with their target market in in primarily in the retail sector and, and certain of the services. Um, but one of the things that I learned myself, even as a, um, at the time, a uh, Montgomery resident for at that point in time, probably about 15 years, there was a lot of people doing some great stuff that I had just never had any kind of exposure to. And that was one of the things that I really wanted to uh, do in, you know, in really highlighting that effort or, you know, fighting to include that effort as, as part of the conference. And it was held in the embassy suites and it worked out fine. Um, you know, but I, afterwards, you know, with COVID, I kind of thought to myself, I said, you know, it's it's really important that we continue to, to sort of have those kinds of things where people are getting together and, uh, you know, learning about each other's business and, um, you know, supporting them and, you know, really upping the game, you know, arpen, uh, excuse me, <laughs> iron sharpens iron. And it's really important that, um, you know, you kind of align yourself or associate yourself with some like-minded other business owners uh, so that you can all be successful so that we can all grow. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why uh, I believe that I was given the vision year before last to start what I call one smart event. And primarily what we do uh, in our one smart events is we host uh, small events, small networking events for small business owners and professionals. And these events are, you know, tied around a theme, you know, kind of a unique theme. Uh, but what we really want is for people to, to get together um, and be able to talk to each other. So it's, it's not like a pop-up, you know, it's not where people have booths. 
Um, and, you know, people are kind of walking around. Um, it's not like, uh, per se, uh, a uh, one of the civic um, business meetings where people are walking around and passing cards and, and you know, having refreshments and the like. You know, this we like to think is a, is a unique opportunity for businesses to come down and really make networks uh, with other business owners. So in many cases, they're, uh, they're hosted as a dinner, you know, or as a, you know, a later lunch. And there is a program that goes on where we've invited some speakers to them to be able to share about their experiences and some of the uh, challenges and, and struggles and triumphs. Uh, that they've had as a business owner, not just in Montgomery, but as a business owner, period. And so we've been able to do this. We, we started doing our first event. Actually, we call Celebration of the City. And we were absolutely positively blessed to have had uh, Mr. Marquis Forge, who is the CEO of 1186 Water, um, which is a company out of Otagaville, a uh, Black-owned company out of Otagaville that bottles water and they ship it um, around the nation. And uh, it's sold uh, in a number of different places here in Montgomery, some of the smaller grocers. And it's the official, if I'm not mistaken, it's official water of Alabama. And um, it's the water that I think the Renaissance carries, the bottled water that Renaissance carries, and I, I believe a couple of the other hotels. So he came and spoke. We had a great crowd. And I can tell you, um, one of the things about COVID is, you know, being given a vision to bring people together during COVID, you know, you, you end up scratching your head just like, are you sure, Lord? Because people are getting sick. Um, but it's worked out really well. We've had uh, precautions um, put in place. And, uh, you know, we take people's temperatures. We insist that they have on masks, obviously, when they're not while they're eating. Um, so that's been what we've done. And, and since that first event back in July, we've had four other events and we actually are coming up on two more events uh, in two weeks and another one, I think, in three weeks. So we're, we're rolling on along. And uh, our goal is to try to have these smaller networking events, like less than 40 people or so um, every month. We weren't able to do it last month because Omicron came and sort of stopped that. Um, but we've, we've got events scheduled and this is really what we want to do. You know, I mean, have people get together and get to know each other. So, you know, in terms of the contact that you have with people, you're sitting with another business owner and learning about each other and learning about each other business for about, you know, two hours, uh, you know, hour and a half to two hours, maybe even two and a half hours that you're really sitting with them. So there's a lot more contact time, a lot more networking opportunities, um, that uh, have have uh, are possible at the events that we're. Hey, I believe I lost you for a second. What what happened? You your connection dropped on you. My apologies. I'm having a little bit of a technical difficulty. <laughs> I knew it had to happen. The most opportune. <laughs> no but, worries. No no worries. No worries. So the last thing I heard you talking about was um, eleven eighty six water and. That uh, founder that came in and you just breaking down one event center and what you all have going on. And of course, the technical difficulty part, I'll I'll uh, I'll take care of that. But um, I just wanted to basically just reiterate what you were talking about. So one event center, you basically created a, a networking haven for small business owners to come to to connect and grow their businesses. 
Yes. And one of the things that we really do is, you know, we look at sourcing local as much as we can for these events. So the first thing that we do, typically first thing we do is we pick a place to actually meet. So we've met at a number of different locally owned venues. Like, yeah, we could go to the Renaissance. We could go to, you know, the Hilton Garden Inn. We could go to Embassy Suites. But, you know, our biggest hope is that the money that comes from ticket sales and from partnerships, uh, which is what we call sponsorships, um, you know, it's recycled into the community. So we look for a local place to meet. And there are a lot of great local places we've met at Gibbons Event Space on McGeehee. We've met at Creative Event Studio on Federal Drive. Um, we've met, oh, I think it may be on Coliseum, I'm trying to remember, because, you know, it's the same street. Uh, we've met at um, the CLD Center, uh, which is on Highland. We've met at the, um, the EDC Center on Norman Bridge. So, you know, that ends up being a bulk of, of our expensive Shirley. And then when it comes to uh, catering, we also try to get a local cater. You know, we could go with a, um, you know, like a restaurant or, or some other place or, uh, you know, a, a, a larger company that caters, but we've had uh, Pots and Pans at our first event and um, Eastbrook Cafe has done our events. The Cheesecake Emporium did our last event in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've had local decorators, we've had local photographers, um, we use a local company, JNR Fogging, to actually come in before each event and actually fog the place. You know, it's kind of a covert precaution we have to take. We get local security because, um, you know, sometimes people <laughs> you know, might want to get out of hand. We, we do not serve alcohol, but nice. we do know that uh, when you get a whole bunch of people together, you, you know, you kind of want to just take precautions. And so those are the things that we do. And we're very proactive about that because, you know, we know that people are are trusting us with their money um, and they're they're wanting to come. They're wanting it to be a value to them, particularly as business owners, because I know we don't necessarily you know, we it's not that we don't want consumers at our event. We just know what our target market is. We are looking at small business owners specifically and professionals as well. And, um, you know, in in our estimation, it's one thing for you to have a customer that's a fan. And that's great because, you know, if you have a customer that's a fan, you know, they're sharing your stuff, they're, uh, you know, posting about you on social media, uh, those kinds of things. But when you um, when you really build a connection with another small business owner, you have not just a fan, but you have an advocate. So you have someone who really, really understands what's the best thing to really help and propel your business. Like, I'll give you an example. Um, one of the local bakeries, Little Red Cupcake, which is on Howell Street, uh, not too far from the ASU campus, um, he did a, you know, kind of like a pop-up store out at a uh, at a store out in, you know, Pepper Trees area. Uh, I think I think the strip that's over there, kind of over by where Chappie's is, that is, uh, uh, you know, kind of across from where Metro Fitness is. I think it's something completely different. Well, he did that pop up there and, you know, they advertised it. They, you know, went on social media, let people know. Uh, And there were people that came and bought cupcakes, which was really great. But, you know, I know of a business owner that that went there because they were inside another business actually doing the pop up. So they just weren't on the street. They were inside. Uh, And it was a clothing store. 
And so I know one business owner that, you know, when they went, they really kind of went and they, they, you know, greeted Fred and Nita Johnson, um, who uh, I don't think Nita was there, but, you know, Fred was there and, and one of his employees and got some cupcakes. But one of the other things that they did was they went on and bought something from that store because, you know, it's helpful when you have people who are going to come and buy from you, but understand like the store that allowed them to have that opportunity, their expectation is that they're also going to benefit from it. And so when you have people that understand business and have their own businesses and understand the challenges, uh, you know, and some of them particular to Montgomery, you know, they won't just be a fan, they'll be an advocate. Like they're gonna be looking for opportunities for you to be successful because they understand what it takes. You know, they've got a mortgage to make, they've got rent to make, they've got, um, you know, their uh, business taxes to have to file. They've got, you know, in some cases they've got payroll, those kinds of things. So they really understand. And that's what I really wanna create is a group of people who really understand, you know, the struggles of, of business. And it's not to say to the exclusion of co uh, customers or consumers, but really to, you know, to highlight those linkages between business owners. And that's what we really like to do. Um, and also in doing what we do, we support the community. So, you know, we're, we're supporting the local uh, event venues. Uh, we're supporting local caterers and restaurants. We're supporting, supporting local um, decorators, photographers, the whole thing. And so that's what one smart event is. It's, it's really a vision to be able to not just have people to get together, um, but also to be able to support and promote businesses um, while we have these events. And we're, we're trying to hold these monthly. Um, hopefully the, uh, the public health situation will support us continuing to uh, hold monthly events. Um, you know, but, but this is something that we feel called to do. And, uh, you know, we reach out to, to business owners to see uh, if this is a fit. Um, it's something that we can do. The, the second event that we had, John Cosby of Cosby Wireless was our speaker. Um, the third event that we had, um, we had a, a variety of, of different speakers who came um, from, uh, you know, beautiful boutiques downtown, the Cheesecake Emporium, um, Little Red Cupcake. Oh, I'm sorry. She didn't speak. She was there, though. Uh, and... Um, you know, uh, wine and design and mathnasium, um, Mary Kay. So we had a variety of different people who came and actually spoke. And they're probably going to get me uh, the ones that I forgot because we actually had we actually had six speakers. I'm trying to remember the other two, um, but we had Shaq Zor. I'm sorry, Shakur, um, who is, which is a um, black woman owned um, marketing consulting firm. And so, you know, we, we just had a lot of people that we networked with um, and wanted them to come and to share their experiences, share about the business, share what they do. Um, a lot of this stuff has got to be, you know, it's, it's stuff that we have to do ourselves. Like as a business community, as our local business community here, we really have got to, we, we've got to do the work to build these linkages and these networks. They're just not going to exist organically. I mean, they're not going to, well, they can, surely. Um, but, you know, they, we really need to be strategic in doing these things and, and making sure that we are um, 
we're working together. And it's not easy. I don't think anybody <laughs> would say that it's easy <laughs> to do um, because you have a lot of different, a lot of different factors and a lot of different forces. Um, and I've, I've really just come to the conclusion that, you know, when it comes right down to it, if it's a local business, I'm just going to get them the benefit of a doubt um, that they're trying to do the best they can. I see people go on to social media and start to just, you know, uh, really tear down businesses. And I'm saying, you just don't understand. Like, yes, it, it should be excellent, surely, and everything else, but no business is going to be perfect. You know, even Amazon makes a mistake and they're probably about as close to perfect as you can get. Right. But, um, you know, I mean, extend some grace to some of these businesses. On, like, I'll go to some businesses, local businesses, and, and sometimes I know it's just not that great. But it's not that I'm not going to go back, you know, uh, in most cases. Some I've given them three strikes, and then I was like, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't rock with you, bruh. <laughs> messing up food, I can't, I can't do that. I, I, I'm once, twice, three times. On third time, you still messing up. I'm sorry, I got to go. Right. But, um, you know, by and large, I've gone to some of my favorite places um, and it's it's been wacky. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, it's one of those days like they got, you know, it's not the main person. If the main person there is usually pretty good. But right. sometimes you get somebody they may be having a hard day or anything else. But um, but that's what we do. So one smart event, um, our website. You cut out of our events. Uh, we We've had some uh, some great uh, sponsors, or we call them partners, uh, which range from Little Red Cupcake, uh, Defense Depot, um, EdTech Academy, uh, uh, Cheesecake Emporium, uh, Jam Resources, Client Financial, uh, Accountants, and um, you know, yeah, trying to think of some other folk. It's <laughs> because we've had you know, a number of people who really have come alongside and helped us. And, you know, from my standpoint is I know it's a sacrifice, you know, because we're trying to build up a track record of doing good things and being able to get people together. So I know when people, you know, fork over their hard earned uh, money from their business to be a, uh, a partner with us, uh, we try to go the extra mile to be sure that, you know, they're happy, that we get their materials out. Um, for example, Client Financial, which is an accounting firm, they offered a special discount just to our attendees from the last uh, year. And, you know, nice. they, they they contacted us, say, hey, we, we want you to opt for the people who come to your events, who supported you. You know, we want you to uh, send this this special out to them. And, you know, that's not trivial because when it comes to, you know, if you're a large conglomerate or, or you're, you know, a big chain, you know, taking 20% off or 30% off your price, that's probably not that big of a deal. It'll all come out in the wash. But for a small business owner to do that with their services and their time, it's big. It like is. That, and I was really honored by the fact that they did that. And so, you know, I went on that and I sent that out to, uh, you know, to our, um, to our attendees. We, you know, we have a mailing list and such. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of those kinds of things that we're able to do uh, just to be sure. Uh, one of the events that we had in November, we called Business Accelerator. And we had an expert in media from 
spectrum. We had a, a client financial came and talked about accounting and taxes. Uh, we had actually QFIT uh, for life, which is a uh, nutrition and health coaching company. They came out and talked about the importance of uh, maintaining yourself and, and uh, you know, keeping yourself healthy uh, while you're trying to chase, as, as they say, the bag. And, um, you know, we also had uh, Hope Credit Union come out and speak, which I'm very impressed with. I uh, didn't know that much about Hope before, uh, but they are they are quite an institution. They have a lot of different programs going on. So those are the things that we uh, like to do. We like to be sure that we are, um, you know, that we're getting out there and trying to let people know. We post on a variety of different social media um, groups that are you know, about business and just let them know that we're having these events. Our next event, for example, is on fitness um, because we know it, it's great to learn about social media and marketing and um, you know the internet and you know your taxes and everything else. But you know if you go down, a lot of these small businesses they're going down. You know, I mean, if, if mm-hmm. you end up, I mean, now COVID's a whole different thing. But if if your health is not well, um, and I know that there are some great businesses that do you know put backups in place. But, you know, you you still want to be sure that you aren't burning a candle at both ends and you aren't, uh, you know, letting your own health deteriorate. So, you know, we really looked at it. And even though a a lot of our events that we have planned are around those kinds of things like marketing and promotion and, um, you know, taxes and and property and a bunch of other things, you know, we wanted to set aside, um, you know, one event really to focus on people's health because it's important. It really is important. It, and it's very easy. You know, if you're a small business owner, if you're a solopreneur, if it's just you that's doing the bulk of the work, it's very easy to get up and say, you know, it's more important that I, you know, put together these Instagram posts or it's more important for me to do this accounting or it's more important for me to, to shoot out these emails to people than it is to go you know, go to the gym or to, you know, do yoga or, um, you know, the walk, take a walk or, or anything else. And, you know, you see it and, and, you know, it, it really is important. So we, we set aside one of our uh, types of events really at looking at, at health. And so that one is actually coming up on January the 12th. It'll be at the Providence Center, which is on um, Where's Ferry. Uh, a little bit down the road from Kilby, not necessarily the best uh, landmark <laughs> reference, but uh, it, it's it's fairly close to Kilby, and uh, they have a really nice facility, a gym that's there um, that you know some of the local sports teams, basketball teams use, and so we'll be there, and we're inviting um, you know a number of different gyms that are in the area. Uh, some of them can come, some of them have some other events going on, um, but you know, we're, we've invited some local gyms. We've invited uh, some of the trainers that are in the area. We've invited some other uh, wellness companies to come and join us to really talk to the people who are coming um, because it, it's not necessarily just about going to the gym. It's not about running. It's not about doing, you know, lunges and crunches and everything else. But, you know, we've got some outstanding people who are doing some things in massage, in aesthetics, in, um, and I may be saying it wrong, um, in uh, different kinds of, of care routines and, um, 
you know, uh, doing spa kinds of things, uh, detoxes. And I'm not, you know, we, we have a, uh, somewhat of a slant towards people that are doing businesses out of a brick and mortar. And I'll be upfront and honest why. I've had rent for my business before. I started a business a number of years ago and, and I actually was in the small business resource center, which they were called incubator years ago. I had rent. Mm-hmm. If you have rent on your business outside of the rent you have on your apartment or your house, Mm-hmm. Like you are under the gun. <laughs> I believe so, it. <laughs> it's it's for real. It's like you writing one big check to you know countrywide uh, or whoever, and then you writing another big check to <laughs> landlord. Like that is something. So you know we really want to take care of our um of our brick and mortars, and most of the brick and mortars that you know that we have, they didn't necessarily start that way. Um, right. they might have started home based. And, you know, some people would argue that there are some businesses that don't need a brick and mortar. Like if you're doing a lawn care service, you need some place to store your stuff secure. Right. But other than that, you might not need per se an office. Um, but we have, you know, we have a lot of businesses that are doing some great things. Um, you know, we've invited uh, Dr. Nicholas Parnell Vines from Therapeutic Touches to come out and, and you know, do a couple of things with people. Those things are important. Right. You know, I know that there's a lot of people who are like, you know, team no sleep and, uh, you know, uh, they don't advocate rest and they advocate, you know, working 60 hours a week. And I get it. Like if you're working on your own vision for 60 hours a week, you're probably loving it because it's something that you love and it's building you up. You know, you're seeing real profits out of it, but you still need to rest. You still need to recreate. You still need to have some time to really, you know, relax and think about some things. Um, you know, and it's important. It's important that you, you do something other than doing your business. And, you know, if you're one of the people that have a nine to five and you have a uh, business that you're starting, you know, a quote unquote side hustle, like it's really important that you do that, you know, family work, life, school, um, business, um, you know, uh, really balance. And so that's what we're really, uh, looking at people to, to really come because, you know, I know in my own experience, like there are some things that um, seem interesting, like in, in sort of the diet, fitness, exercise space. And there are some things some people consider to be boring. Right. <laughs> we have got a wealth of different practitioners in health and wellness in this area. We have, you know, a couple, I mean, I'm just talking about local on, not necessarily talking about the chains. Um, and, but we have a lot of change. You know, when we got here in um, in 2003, wasn't a whole lot of gyms. Um, it was, I think Gold's Gym was here. And I think there was one other large one. And then Metro Fitness uh, was relatively new um, and fancy at the time. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, we've had an explosion of Planet Fitnesses and Crunches and, and a lot of these other, other ones, Anytime Fitness. But we have a lot of wonderful professional people who are running gyms who are here and they have them. They have, you know, their own group of people who come on a regular basis. They've got equipment, um, you know, in this day and age, they're, you know, having to follow certain protocols. Uh, we're, we're wanting to bring them in. We've got a couple of, I think, uh, CrossFit boxes that are here that are doing some great things. We've got, you know, a boxing gym that's doing some great things. 
Um, so we've, we've got a wealth of people and we're, we're not even talking about people that have, you know, kind of spas and those kinds of things. Um, you know, we've been, that we've invited to come and really, uh, interact with people. So this will be a different thing. Now it'll still be geared towards business owners because that's the target market we have, but, you know, we kind of want to phrase it and frame it in the way to say, yes, we understand that you have a family. Yes, you have, you may have a nine to five. Uh, yes, you're trying to get your business off the ground and you're trying to maintain it or grow it, uh, but you still need to take care of yourself. And you're going to be around other people um, who are going to also understand and have gone through those kinds of challenges of, you know, what do you do first? What's going to be your priority, you know, your family or your your day job or your, uh, you know, your your business or anything else. And, and to be able to share some of those experiences and see some things that are out there, because I believe that, you know, everyone, uh, there's something out there that everybody can like, like not everybody is going to necessarily be into hardcore, like weightlifting. Yeah, you should probably do some strength training. Uh, and I'm not an expert in this area by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you should do some strength training, uh, but you might not want to do like hardcore bodybuilding, right? You know, some people like treadmills, some people revile treadmills. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some people like outside, some people like inside. You know, uh, we've got some some people who are in the area who are, you know, because of COVID, primarily they're doing virtual trainings where they're doing trainings over Zoom, very much like the way that we're uh, talking now. And they're able to check your form. They're able to, um, you know, even put some pre-recorded things up for you to watch that are virtual and they can do it live and give you, uh, you know, nutritional counseling. They can, can give you um, advice. And so, you know, not a lot of people necessarily know about all those different smaller companies that are here because a lot of them, they are sort of, uh, you know, their, um, their uh, business, but they still may have a nine to five that they do. Mm-hmm. And getting the word out there is, is just a thing. So I'm, I'm very much gratified by having the opportunity to be able to bring, you know, a group of those professionals to interact with a group of business owners that are here, such as myself personally, uh, who need some guidance and, um, you know, need some help on trying to, you know, manage and balance the different things that they're doing in their life. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a great event. Um, you know, we've got some great people who are going to come out and be able to, to give some expertise. One of the really nice things about the Providence Center is they do have a gym and they have agreed to let us use it. Uh, I'm sorry, they have a, um, a workout room with equipment. Uh, and they have a way to allow us to use some of that to, to some extent. Um, and we'll have some healthy snacks too. <laughs> so you know, we're hoping that people will come and, and we'll have 1186 water, which after our first event, we have had, I think at every single event. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we love 1186 water. Um, it's the only water I buy this. That's, you know, that's not a plug. It's just the truth. Like, yes, sir. By the case. Uh, so that's that's what we want to do. The one that's coming after that will be on February the 20th. And it, we call it Tech to Biz. And so, you know, we know that there are a lot of people who are, uh, you know, they may be associated with uh, the Air Force or the bases or um, certain of the other companies that are here, but they still want to figure out, like, how do they launch out? How do they um, use their technical expertise that they've gained? Um, here and really sort of launch out, not not necessarily in a technical company, 
But what are those skills that they've learned having been trained in technology um, that they can leverage towards building a business? And so we're bringing together a group of people who've done just that, who are who building, who've built striving businesses and, you know, not necessarily tech business. We've got some great companies here that are tech businesses that are, um, you know, really doing some great things with the city and with the county and, and you know, some of the other entities that are that are surely here. Um, but, you know, you may have a technology business, but you have a dream to do something completely outside of technology. And we we're going to bring some people who've done that. You know, we, we've got, you know, one speaker who is formally trained in computer science, but she's got a thriving uh, catering business uh, and a private chef business. So, you know, we, we have those kinds of outstanding businesses that are here. I'm hoping through one smart event that we can bring people together um, to be able to exchange ideas and to get to know one another and start to support ourselves. Um, you know, a lot has been said over the past year about, uh, you know, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'll, like, <laughs> I'm African-American and uh, I care a lot about Black businesses. Uh, I care a lot about all the businesses in, in um, Montgomery and in the surrounding area, and I'm not exclusive by any stretch. Mm -hmm. But a lot has been said about, you know, how we rebuild our business community to be where we see it is historically. And, you know, we've had over the, the last year a couple of um, commemorations of, of different things that have gone on. And, and we know that there are some things that definitely need to go on in the future. Um, but, you know, ultimately, we've got to build from the inside. You know, we've got to do uh, a lot of the things where we know each other to an extent where that's what we do. You know, we go to each other and we support each other um, because we know each other. I mean, I'll give you an example. We were going uh, actually yesterday we were going to do a, an event outside, but it was a little bit too cold or predicted to be too cold. Mm -hmm. uh, and we were looking for uh, a place to have warm beverages. Um, so it would kind of be an incentive to people being outside. And, you know, I had, you know, put out a, a post on, um, I had put a, a post on Facebook saying, hey, I'm looking for a place that uh, could serve, you know, hot coffee, hot chocolate, tea uh, for an outside event that we're doing. And, you know, one of the businesses that has frequented our uh, or come to one of our events, you know, responded and said, hey, you know, we're supposed to be taking care of each other. Like, you know, I got you. I mean, you just needed to ask. But I didn't I didn't really know that they were able to do that. But ultimately, we've got to get to a point where we're like that, like, you know, if I need a cake, I'm going to Little Red Cupcake. You know, I mean, it, it's not even a question. You know, if I need cheesecake, I'm, I'm going to uh, Cheesecake Emporium. If I need popcorn, I'm going to um, Honey Pop Popcorn. You know, it's, it's not just because those are great brands and they have great products. It's that at Little Red Cupcake, I know Fred and Nita Johnson. I mean, I know who they are. I know about them. You know, when it comes to Cheesecake Emporium, I know Monique Williams. I know what she's about. You know, when it comes to uh, Honey Pop Popcorn, I know uh, Titania and Robert Adams. Like, these are people we know. That's why we support them, because we know each other. Yeah, we have great right. products, but we also have a connection to each other. 
you know, if I need coffee, I'm going to go to the hard moms over at, um, at the, the coffee house on Adams, which is on Adams because I know them. So, you know, the reason why I drink 1186 water is that, you know, I was really impressed by Mr. Marquis Forge. And at that point in time, I was like, I'm not going to drink any other water, but 1186 water period, because I saw him and saw what he really contributed um, to the community and the things that he does, but we've got to get back there. Like it's gotta be about that and us building connectivity amongst ourselves. And, you know, if it comes to a cake, like some people like Josetti, some people are going to like Fidelia Crenshaw over at, um, you know, Cakeology, you know, you have some other great people that are out there. I'm just saying, Hey, pick one and be loyal to them. And, you know, (laughs) right. I mean, that's really, Right. And that's everything. You, everything you've been saying for the past few minutes has been spot on. I've been letting you pretty much go because you've been hitting it on the head. Like we have to keep the money flowing within our community. And I know you're not trying to make, make it all black owned exclusive, but I'm really big on that. I'm really big on supporting your own supporting black business because I mean, we gotta, we gotta recycle the dollar within our community instead of, always outsourcing. I mean, it's some things we have to go out there and we have to, we have to go to Walmart and different grocery stores for now, but the, the things that we can support black on, why not? So I definitely, and uh, something else you touched on about um, one smart event, the events that you have, you all have coming up that health event, health as well. Yes. Like health is more important than money in my opinion, because what good is it being wealthy if you sick as a dog. So I commend you all for spearheading and allowing those type of events to take place on you with you all's name behind it, because you could easily fall into a, a, uh, you could get tunnel vision and say, Oh, well, we're only doing networking type of events. But the fact that you all are doing the fitness aspect of it, that's great. I love to hear stuff like that. Thank you. Yeah, we're uh, we're, we're challenged by it, so we're because <laughs> it's not necessarily uh, our um, our area, but we you know we know some great people and we call on them, you know. And that's what and we that's have to what do. It's, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. You're not gonna know everything. You're not gonna know everybody. And a lot of times, I'm calling people. I don't know these people. I know some folk, but I don't know everybody. I don't know close to everybody. But, you know, I'll call people and I'll just try to be honest with what I do. And some people, you know, what we're trying to do resonates with them. And, you know, we try to build a relationship with them as much as we can. Um, and, you know, for the ones that it doesn't resonate with them, you know, we swing back around to them and say, hey, you know, we, we talked to you a month ago. You know, we'd like to invite you again to one of our events. Um, even, even the point you made about, I mean, to cut you off, even the point you made about the Red Little Cupcake that was sold inside of the other store like that that's the power of networking that mutualism where you and i connect hey i got this going on you got this going on how can we both benefit from this relationship and i and that's the aspect of networking i love like i don't just want it to be a a one-sided thing like it should always be a mutual thing like both both parties should be coming away with something that's just my thought on it what you think about that exactly you know it's really important um, you know, we look at what we do. We host events. Mm-hmm. Our events are, are, you know, we, we've priced it out. We know what we have to pay for. We know whom we have to pay, um, you know, and, and we pay in our community. Like we spend money in our community. That is one of our goals to do that. 
And we understand that the, the, uh, the economies of scale for supporting our community are not always the best, but it's something we, you know, other people, we, they don't have a question about whom they support. I mean, honestly, like other people, other communities that are here in America, they don't have a question. They, they never question it. They, <laughs> they do. I mean, I agree. I mean, I'm not trying to get too far off, but I mean, we're like, should we? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're uh, if you're old enough to remember, but we had several very big C-SPAN, you know, eight hour long conferences on whether or not we wanted to work with each other. <laughs> wow. I mean, nah, I, no. I don't I don't have any regulation to those. I, I'm only 34, so I don't know when those okay. conferences took it, place. It was, a, it was a minute ago, but it was, you know, you had outstanding experts and, you know, very well attended and, you know, it was either in Washington or York, Chicago, or wherever it was. But, you know, we're the only people where there's a dialogue on whether or not we're going to work <laughs> together. Yeah, I and mean, and that, it's been... You know, I'm, and I don't mean to cut you off. I mean, it's it's been designed that way. Like it's, you know, if you if people go back and read the history, like it's it's kind of us being divided. It's yeah, I'll just say that much. It's it's well documented that oh, no, you're, by you're, design. You're, you're absolutely you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> there, I mean, absolutely, it's by design. Um, and you know, we're really hoping to build that back you know, to really, to really look at it and, and build knowledge. Like, you know, I can tell you, you know, Little Red Cupcake is a, is a great place to get a cake or some cupcakes. But if you've met them and you know them and you've had the opportunity to sit down with them for a while and talk to them, or you've heard them actually speak, you have a much different view of them than just, a you know, yeah, I could refer you to them. Right. And, you know, say, or any other businesses here, you know, I could say, oh, yeah, you know, it, it's great. Like, you should go to Cakeology, you should go to Joe Zetti's because they're mm -hmm. good. But if you've actually had the chance to interact with them, you know, and then really, you know, the next level is what we try to practice every single event, because the next level isn't just me as Barrett Vaughn going to a place, mm -hmm. you know, or going to pots and pans like I can go to pots and pans, right? To us, the next level is us using pots and pans as our caterer. So it's not just me that's having a great experience with pots and pans with uh, Chef Pew, but it's, you know, a bunch of people that are having a positive experience. So you're talking about 30 to 40 people who've had a, a positive experience with uh, Chef Demonica Pew and, and her food stylings. So that's to us, that's kind of the next step. Um, you know, there are some event venues that people didn't know about, like Creative Event Studios. Mm -hmm. uh, Osha Searles does an outstanding job decorating her place. Uh, she can do birthday parties. She can do repasts. She can do a variety of, of different events, bridal showers. Like this woman is gifted in decorating. And, you know, us bringing a group of people there, they're looking around like, I've never heard of this place. And, you know, it's all decked out. She did a, a you know, a fabulous job. Just a couple of pictures of, of the, uh, of the event from December on our Instagram page. Like those are the kinds of things like that's the next level. The next level is not just me 
uh, as a consumer being able to frequent places, the next level really is us getting together to have a number of different people to do it so that I'm, you know, I'm bringing in like a dozen or more people into that space to experience the space during an event where they're enjoying it and they're looking at what it has to offer. And then they're saying, oh, okay, well, you know, next time I have, you know, business meeting, instead of me going to the Renaissance or instead of me going to Embassy Suites, you know, I'm going to call, you know, Miss Osha Searles and be like, hey, is your place open for me to have this small event or, or, or uh, you know, breakfast or repass or business meeting? See, that's really the next level is, you know, business owners almost by definition have to work with other business. You know, to a great extent, um, consumers don't necessarily have to. And so that's where we're really looking, getting at the next level. So that's that's what we try to do through decorations, through security, through um, you know, uh, you know, our covert precautions in terms of fogging, uh, the catering, the venues, that's what we do. Like we're trying to take it to the next level of, of people really having an experience with some of these business owners that are in Montgomery that, you know, uh, that they can frequent and use for their own purposes as business owners. Yes, sir. One event center doing some great things. One smart event doing some great things and, I love just hearing all the stuff that you all have going on and as well as the things that are coming down the pipeline. So let's pivot into the next portion of the podcast. Whenever, okay. I have, whenever I have entrepreneurs on the platform like yourself, I like to cover three things, the aha moment, action, and audacity. Let's start with the aha and the action for you. What sparked the idea to start one smart event and how long after that idea did you actually start the company? Oh, goodness. Okay. So <laughs> uh, it, it probably was a year. And I can say that it was a year between um, 2020 and 2021. So if that gives you any indication of why it ended up being a full year. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the things was, I had a real interest, you know, even from doing the small business expos, to have some type of means of bringing people together. And, you know, a lot of the things around July 2020 and some of the efforts that were being done there, like uh, I think it was the blackout and a couple of different things. And, you know, my, my big interest was it's one thing for us to say that we're not going to spend money with others, but it's another thing to really say we're going to be very much strategic and intentional in spending our money with each other. And so probably over the next couple of months, just kind of doing some planning, different things coming together um, to kind of say, you know, what it is. And, you know, it, it took some different forms. Like I, I take a lot of notes in Google Drive and I would advise people, um, you know, if you're a paper and pencil person, then definitely when you get ideas, write them down, you know, write them in something that you can store like a notebook, spiral notebook or something. If you're a real electronics person, you know, if you have, I'm not sure what you would use on Apple, but I know I have Android and I use Google Docs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I got an idea, I would just make a Google Doc and then just sort of write that down, um, you know, or actually if I was driving, I might dictate it because, you know, I don't want to try to write and drive at the same time, but just had a <laughs> lot of, you know, different conceptual things that I did in terms of what, what we wanted to do. 
um, moving forward. And it just really came down to the idea of these are things that we wanted to host uh, to promote businesses in our community and to involve as much as possible those businesses in our community so that we did do have recycling of, of the dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even, to the ex- even to the extent now that we're you know, shifting our, um, our depositing institution to, to hope uh, as our primary banking institution that we're going to. So that, I mean, we're, we're trying to do it from, from end to end, as they say. And, um, you know, we did that. The aha moment really, really kind of was when I found out in, or, you know, after taking a bunch of notes and, and saying some different things, it's like, Bear, this is something you're just going to have to do. And that happened um, later in 2020. And um, it just, it, it was, it was kind of like, you, this is something you're going to have to do. And we're in the midst of a pandemic, <laughs> you know, <Right>. certain, <laughs> certain jurisdictions like, certain states event spaces are absolutely closed um you know some of them were not that's why uh you know they came out with the i think it was called the shuttered event venue um you know support program kind of like you know the ppp but for um event venues mm-hmm. so you know where the governor or whoever was in charge basically you know told them look you you have to close they actually did support them at the beginning of 2021 but that's, you know, looking at it. And so, um, you know, we planned and we looked and we looked and planned and, and I had planned on having the first one in March, but it was still pretty kind of crazy. March of last year. Um, once things got a little bit changed, um, particularly with the help of certain pharmaceutical companies in America, yes, sir. Um, <laughs> you know, we started, we started to look at, you know, when can we do this? And so, you know, we kind of had to uh, basically cross the Rubicon on it and just say, look, we're, it, you know, come heck or high water, we're going to do this. It's going to be July the 23rd. We're plunking down cash on a place. Um, you know, some stuff is non-refundable. Um, <laughs> right. We're going to do this and we're, you know, and we're going to hustle and we're going to get the best um, speakers that we can. We're going to hustle. We're going to get, go out there and get, uh, you know, people who are going to partner with us and come alongside us with, with putting this together. And we're going to try to do it. And I mean, and it was amazing. You know, our target was 40. We had, I think three people that could make it. So we had, you know, 37 business owners uh, and everybody in the room was a business owner. Everybody, they were either the business owner themselves or the spouse of a business owner or the partners of the business owner. Like no consumers, no politicians, no looky loos. I mean, everybody in there was associated with a small business in the Montgomery River region area. And we were like, this is some incredible stuff. And so, um, you know, and that's what we did. And so we, we uh, you know, had to, you know, number of different crazy things going on, but we kept on. So we said, we, we're just committed. We're committed to continuing to do this. Um, you know, we had a, another event that was primarily geared towards gentlemen and then one that, that was very well uh, attended and, and very well um, received uh, that was toward women. And then we did one for, um, you know, business owners uh, where we had a number of, increased our number of, of partnering businesses that was business accelerator. And then we had um, another event in, in December. So we've continued to go. Uh, month after month, we we're not going to make January because Omicron didn't want to cooperate. Neither did the weather. 
Uh, we're just trying to move it outside. Uh, but, you know, we've got two events that are coming up in January. We're, and uh, as I've said already, we're going to have precautions. Um, but that really was it just in 2020, just basically saying this is just something you're going to have to do. This is this is not this is not something that uh, you think is a great idea. Like it is. But this is yours. This is something you're going to have to carry through. Yes, sir. And it sounds like you didn't take a whole bunch of time with the idea, getting from idea to action. And a lot of times that's where a lot of creative people, they get stuck at. They get stuck between the idea and actually getting started. So that transitions right into my last point, the audacity. Mm -hmm. To get from idea to action, I believe you have to build up the courage, the audacity to step out there. Who or what gave Barrett the audacity to step out there and start one smart event? Oh, my family, by nice. I mean, without without a doubt, um, my wife and I, we talked about it, we discussed it. You know, one of the things that, um, you know, every everybody has to um, be cognizant of their covenant. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's interesting. I'm in a couple of marriage groups. I'm trying not to belay to uh, belabor this, but there, I'm in a couple of groups on Facebook that are for marriage. And I just sit there and say, why are you asking like a couple thousand people a question when you should just ask the person who lives in your house? <laughs> um, you know, right. but you have, you ha you know, there's a word uh, that says, you know, that you should dwell with a woman by knowledge. Mm -hmm. I don't recall which, which scripture it is, but you, you have to know who, whom it is you married. Right. And you have to know what their tendencies are and you, and you have to, to know um, where they stand and how they're going to to flow with you. That like that's the whole point. You know, you living a life with someone. But um, she was a great asset. You know, I ran stuff by her and she came up with a lot of different ideas of how things should be done. And uh, she's been an asset. And right. I have other family members that, um, you know. Uh, that I've, I've turned to on occasion. But um, one of the things that you have to do, the one thing that I would say to anybody is like, you just got to get out there. It's, it's, you may not do as great as you think you will, and you may fail, but you know, you're finding out, like you're, as a boy student would say, you know, you're gathering data. Yes, and sir. Not, every, not every event that we did was as well attended as the first one. Um, but we learn. So, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, there are coaches and gurus out there like on Instagram, they call it analysis paralysis, where you just, you know, you try to figure out everything. You're not going to figure everything out. Like, I, I'll be honest, and you're probably going to laugh at this, but I never thought anybody would just come. I mean, I thought everybody would register and come. But at our third event, we had people that were there and they were like, I'm here and I have cash. And we had not made any provision. To <laughs> I mean, it was to me, it was just so weird. Like, you just came like for real. Um, I mean, the, the powerful thing about that, and I don't mean to cut you off. The powerful thing about that is I heard a long time ago. If you build it, people will come. So I, yeah. I, I'm definitely not going <laughs> to laugh at that in terms of, you know, people actually showed up to your, your event because it speaks exactly to. This platform, like I never expected anybody to listen or I mean, but like you said, we tend to underestimate ourselves. But sometimes you just got to put it out there anyway, because you may 
impress yourself. You may over, you may exceed expectations, which it sound mm-hmm. like you did on your first event. You invited 40 business owners, 37 showed up. That's powerful, man. Like that's, that's some good stuff. Like for real, like I'm over here just like, wow. Like your story <laughs> is just a testament of, I mean, just believe in yourself and going for it. Like what do you have to lose? Time going to pass anyway, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> and opportunity, you know, an opportunity is there. And, you know, sometimes it's not going to turn out all rosy and everything else, but mm-hmm. you just, you, you're not going to, you, if you just sit like, as my pastor said, I, I go to Northview Christian church, safe Harbor here in Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he said over the years, if you do something, people are going to talk about you. If you don't <laughs> do something, people are going to talk about you. That's, that's the so truth. So you may as well do something because people are going to talk. <laughs> That's the truth. And to be honest, in the moment of transparency, that was what I was on at first before I even started this podcast. I was like, man, people going to trash it. People going to say it's horrible. But then I had to just realize, so what? I mean, put it out there. You just don't know because because I put it out there, you and I were able to connect. We don't know, we don't know each other from Adam, but after this conversation oh, yeah. and after this networking, now we will. Like, that's another yeah. networking. That's another potential business partnership that we've created just by putting it out there because Mm -hmm. you just don't know. And a lot of times we just get in our own head, like you said earlier, paralysis analysis, and we get stuck in the rut. And I mean, we just don't, don't step out there. And that's a great word from your pastor. And I, um, I definitely, I definitely know that. And like you said, it's not going, it's not going to be as rosy as we expect sometimes. And, I, I'm willing to say it's it's gonna be greater than we expected sometime as well. We just gotta get started and then be and just be willing to have the audacity to step out there. So hats off to your wife for being that valuable asset and as well as your family, because it sounds like you have a good family unit that believes in you. Yeah, but you know, it's <laughs> it can be a challenge <laughs> at, at times, but man, you know, it's good because they want the best for you. But the one thing I would say, mm-hmm. um, sir, is the fact that you know, a lot of people do not understand the power of podcasting. Mm. And you know, there are some experts that are out there that are teaching podcasts, but they will tell you, like, that is where people are getting their information in their media. And, you know, it is so important. And so by, I mean, I, when I saw that there was a podcast for Montgomery and particularly for what you do, I was excited <laughs> because I know that uh, as a media or a form of media, that's where a lot of people are getting information, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there are some people that are not tapping into the available resources that they just don't know. But, you know, when it comes to podcasting, you could you could listen at the gym. You could listen in your car. You know, I know my uh, my commute is about 45 minutes and I listen to podcasts. Um, you know, you know, if you're on Apple's or iTunes or, or uh, Android or Google Play or whatever, Google Podcasts, like, uh, you know, or Podbean, like there are a lot of people that that's the way they're getting information. And the, the beautiful part about it is it's not a visual media. So people can listen, they can, you know, depending on your job, you can listen at work. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't get yourself fired listening to the podcast. (laughs) Right. Uh, Please don't get fired because I I can't pay you if you get fired. Right. Exactly. It's like, (laughs) hey, I 
you know, I, I can't do nothing for you. Um, but, right. you know, a lot of people are really tapping it. And it's it's, you know, the more that you have a successful podcast, the more that you're getting information out, especially if you're you're in the business space, because there are a couple African-Americans in this country. I don't need to name names. I'm sure you know who they are. Like they are doing some incredible things with, uh, you know, building a tribe, building a community that really follow them and are and are being exposed to you know, new ideas and, and new things and, you know, uh, some, you know, important old things. So you got people that are doing podcasts, they're doing crypto, they're doing this, they're doing, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, but it's like so important. And, and as a media, it's really key because it is that audible. Um, and it's something that you can do in the background, you know, yes, while sir. you do other stuff. And so I was really excited. Um, to find out that you were here and you were doing what you were doing. And I, like I said, I did listen to a couple. I was like, this brother's doing some, I don't know if he knows he's doing some great things, but he is, you know. I appreciate um, it. And I know that, it, that the field out there is good, but, you know, the ones that are successful, they're building their tribe. You know, they're, they're getting their name out there. Um, they're getting sponsors, which is great. Um, and then, you know, you're getting your listenership up. You're getting your not views, certainly your, your, uh, your plays up and all those kinds of things. And this it's sorely needed in our community for, for there to be that kind of, of media information out there. Cause not everybody can sit down and watch and not everybody can sit down and read. Right. Um, but you can drive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And to your point, that's exactly, um, I, st- I got into podcasts around 2015, and that was the first thing that really struck a chord with me. I was like, man, I can listen to, I can get information on the go, like you said, at the gym, in the car. And uh, that was part of the, that was part of the reason that sparked the idea for this, because I was like, nobody in Montgomery is doing this that I knew of. So that's what um helped me get out there. And I appreciate you for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate, um, appreciate you Appreciate the compliments that you gave about about uh what the podcast is doing, and that's really been my goal. I just want to just shed light on Montgomery, shed light on the greatness that's from a, people who's come from Montgomery or people who's come through Montgomery, whether they they moved here or they were here for school. And that's really what I that's really what my vision was when I started the podcast. But speaking of vision, let's talk about one smart event. Aside from the events that are coming down the pipeline. What are some of your long-term and short-term goals for the business? Uh, well, primarily, we want to continue to build this um, and to expand it. And, um, you know, we look at other areas. We look at, um, you know, different kinds of events that are going on that we can host. We tr- we're trying to distinguish ourselves from other kinds of events that are out there. And so, you know, if you look at what we've had, they've all been kind of a different structure. They're, I mean, they're basically bringing people together, surely. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're doing it around sort of a different topic or a different theme. And so there are a number of things that we just want to stick with. Like if you um, if you see that going on, you know, unless somebody else is trying to do the same thing, it's us that's doing it. So, you know, we really want to have uh, things where people associate a certain type of experience with a one smart event. You know, who's going to be there, what kind of information they're going to get, who is it that they're going to be interacting with. You know, we want those to be signature, um, you know, components of one smart event. And we, we're we not interested in 
you know, really at this point or perhaps never of changing that. Like we want to cater towards business owners. Like if you want to come to something and you want to come and relax and chill, have some good food with some other people that kind of understand you and, you know, the kinds of things that you go through as a business owner, then we're your place. Um, if you want to do something different, then there are some other great people who are hosting different things. Um, you know, if you want to promote your business by sitting with somebody for about, you know, an hour and a half to two hours to tell them about it and, and exchange information, then we're your place. If you're interested in getting a booth and having people, you know, a lot, lot, lot more people kind of walk by and maybe they're your customer, maybe they're not, then, you know, there are people that do that excellently. And, um, you know, it can be beneficial, uh, particularly if you're in a retail space. But, you know, we know what we're here to do. And so we really want to continue to expand it. Uh, this I call is our first, our, uh, you know, our 21-22 season. Um, after we get done with sort of the next uh, five events that we're having, we're probably going to take a break <laughs> for a moment <laughs> uh, and sort of plan out. But, you know, we know we want to keep it in February because we know that people make um, resolutions. People are coming off of fasts for different churches. I know different churches are doing fast. Um, people are looking at, um, you know, wanting to have that quote unquote summer body. And so we think that it's, it's a good position being in February because people can say, okay, well, this is what I need to do. Like, let me connect with some of these people out here, like connect with 2A, connect with, Mon you know, Montgomery um, athletics, connect with uh, QFIT, connect with some of these other people that are out there. Um, you know, who are doing these things because they're gearing up for people. So we think that this is a, a, a well-timed event. Uh, and, you know, we like when we did Business Accelerator, it worked really well. We had, you know, tax expertise. We had financial expertise because at that time of the year, end of the year, you're thinking, okay, taxes are coming up. I got to get this paperwork together, those kinds of things. So we really want to create an experience that is, um, that is unique to one smart events that people will associate with what it is that we do and stick with what we do and do it the best that we can. You know, when we come into our second season, um, the 2022-23 season of the events that we're going to hope, you know, that we're going to host, uh, our hope is that they're, you know, going to be bigger and better, not necessarily bigger with people, but bigger in terms of the benefit um, that people will be able to, to get out of them, that will continue to be able to draw uh, great speakers. And we, we have a lot of folk in our community in this area that have a wealth of experience and information. We just not talking. Right. You know, right. I mean, we're not, and yeah, I love listening to podcasts, but you know, sometimes, you know, you like want to interact with them. Oh, networking is powerful, man. Like now don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, podcasting is just, uh, it's just a, a way to get information, but no, the power of networking and coming together, nah, nothing beats that. <laughs> okay. And, you know, even even with COVID, I'm hoping that because, um, I, I, you know, we, we've had uh, some of our because we were working with um, Jam Resources and uh, they were kind of doing a straw poll out there. And we had just people they were like, I'm not going to no event nowhere <laughs> um, because of COVID. So, you right. know, my my estimation and things is, you know, a lot of things are born in difficulty. You know, you look at some of the businesses and, you know, even historically, you had some businesses that that started in in during the Depression. I know that's a ways back. 
<laughs> but you know, right, they, they right. start, you know, even the great recession of, of 2007 or eight or nine, uh, you have businesses that started then. I mean, you've had some businesses that started during the pandemic uh, and we're one of them. Uh, but it's, you know, my idea is that, you know, the Lord placed this in me for now for me to do it in the, you know, if, if you can grow something in some of the worst kinds of condition, when things get better, you're just going to blow up. Right. And, so you know, when, when we're up here, like asking people like, doing public events and, you know, we do have the faithful uh, who do come and we make sure, you know, we, we test their temperature <laughs> and uh, you know, we make <laughs> right. sure they have, you know, like, are you okay? We're sure. Cause if you're not, just don't come. We'll refund your money. No problem. Um, you know, just to be sure, cause we're not trying to play with that. We, we have social distanced uh, our meeting. And, you know, if you look at the pictures, it looks sparse. No, it's, it's not sparse. It's distanced. <laughs> you know, intentionally, because yes, uh, we want to keep people safe. And, um, you know, we've, we've had to really work with the caterers. But, you know, the thing is, um, if if we can, you know, do the best that we can to serve the people who our vision has resonated with, you know, our people, the people that, that say, yeah, I think this is a great idea. I think they think One Smart Event is a great idea. You know, um, building that cadre of people uh, and nurturing them and supporting them and and, and uh, being sure that we are serving them to, to the best that we can. Um, you know, when things get better and people kind of want to break out of that shell and come out and do some things uh, like that, you know, we think it's going to be grand in terms of, of what people are, are going to be able to do and, and come. And, you know, uh, we know that things are a little challenged now. Right. But. Uh, we're uh, we're happy that we have faith that things are going to get a lot better, and we'll be ready. Uh, yes, we'll sir. have something. You know, we'll have a year behind us to say, "Hey, we know how this works. We know how this is going to work. We know what's going to work and what's not going to work." Hey, um, you, you all so getting ready, so you ain't got to hey, stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. Sounds like that's what you all have going on. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the gum. And as I said earlier, I like to have like to showcase greatness from Montgomery or people who moved to Montgomery. What impact has Montgomery had on you in terms of your overall evolution as a man, husband, and entrepreneur? That's a good question. Um, you know, they say that this area is relatively um, you know, uh, what is it, inflation proof? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, people tell you know, a lot of stuff in Montgomery doesn't change and you know, that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, but then it doesn't tend to get bad as quickly as some other places as well. <laughs> right. Um, one of the things that, that, um, I've had to learn now, of course it, it was somewhat of a, of a change. We were last in Pennsylvania and I'm, I'm originally from Michigan, even though my family is from Alabama in the South. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it was an adjustment. But I just think that people uh, here do not give their loyalty quickly and easily. But once you have it, you have it. Mm. Um, and I think that that is kind of the defining character, I hope, uh, that, you know, we'll be able to really uh, address and to serve. Like, we're going to be here. 
and we're going to serve. We're going to try to put on the best events that we can. Uh, we're going to try to people try to treat people as well as possible. Um, for those people that uh, we've contacted and, and they were unsure, and we understand why they're unsure, because not a whole lot new stuff really comes. And some stuff that comes that is new, it doesn't stay. Correct. Correct. Um, so, you know, we're, we're very cognizant of the idea that we need to keep ourselves going um, to show that we are committed to saying, yes, this is something that we want to do. We think it will be a value to the area and to the business owners that are here. And, um, you know, we're going to ride this out and continue. And it's, it, trust me, it's not easy. It is not easy at all. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you're calling people and, you know, they're not responding or, you know, they're kind of saying, hey, uh, you're visiting people, but it, you know, it's, it's the same. And, and, you know, I, you're thinking, and, and I will say this to any business owner, like you're thinking that what it is that you're offering is like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And it probably is, but you may be, you may be unanimous in that. <laughs> you might be the right. only thing <laughs> and, and, and other people have other things that are going on. So, you know, extend them some grace, but don't just write people off, like go back. Like there are some people I'm going to, you know, kind of reach, but Hey, you know, um, this is what we have going on. And, you know, we've had some people, you know, that weren't responsive, but we're very much interested in partnering with them in the future because we think we have something to offer them. We think there are some things um, that they do we think would really be helpful for us in getting what it is that we do and con continuing to build it. So we're going to conti continue to seek out partnerships with other businesses. And, um, you know, one thing is, that I learned, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 years ago or so, um, there's enough market out there. There's, there truly is enough market out there. Um, and not everybody is going to serve whom you serve, you know, and furthermore, there's only one you. Like anybody can put on events and anybody can do networking. Yes, sir. No, that's great. That's great. Um, just breaking down the impact. Yeah. You know, it reflects me. And my so either it's going to resonate with you or it's, or it's not. But, you know, I may not be your flavor, but that's OK, because there are some people that that like my flavor. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, and so, you know, we're hoping to serve the people that, um, you know, we resonate with as best as we can. Yes, sir. And I keep. Keep rocking and rolling. And like you said, like people in Montgomery, like you explained it, you hit the nail on the head. Like it's hard to win out loyalty, but once you have it, you have it. And only you can blow it. Like just continue to, you know, do what you're doing in terms of what you've built, continue to add on to it. And um, you in the, yeah, Montgomery is pretty inflation proof. I, I, I've been here my whole life, so I can, I can attest to that. <laughs> But yeah, oh. it's, it's a great place. Yes, sir. So how can people connect with you, Barrett? What are your social media handles, Facebook, IG, and your website? So um, it's all one smart event. Um, it's Instagram is one smart event, one word. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash one smart event. Um, our website is www.onesmartevent.com. Yes, sir. 
So we've got all the branding that's out there. I don't think we're yet on Twitter. I'm not sure if I reserve that or not. But um, <laughs> we're on Instagram, we are on Facebook. Um, our uh, onesmartevent.com goes to our Linktree site. And uh, we don't have, you know, a website, 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 but we do have Linktree. And, and I just invite people, go to our, go to onesmartevent.com. It'll take you to our Linktree site. If you want to see the kinds of things that we're doing and we've done, they're all there. Like we're going to keep that, that information up. So if you want to see, you know, about what it is that we've done between the Linktree site and our Instagram page, you'll see what we're about. You know, you'll, you'll see what it is that we, we've done and, and whom we serve and um, the opportunities that are out there to really partner with us. And we are, you know, we're actively looking for partners. We think that there is a benefit for uh, companies to be promoted during our events, um, either as a speaker or as a table host or, or you know, anything like that. And, you know, we're going to continue to bring in the best quality speakers and panelists that we possibly can and professionals out there that we possibly can, because uh, we got a lot of good people to choose from in the central Alabama area for sure. Yes, sir. And of course, I'll put all of this in the description of the episode. Hey, Barry, thanks again for the conversation. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. And uh, this has been very valuable. Thanks again. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Good people. That concludes another dope episode of the Gumtown Podcast. We gone. But before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe. But most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone. Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.